Welcome back, listeners and viewers, to another episode of Education, the Teacher's Talkie Terror podcast, where myself, Mike, and myself, Courtney, are back to cover another another movie. Uh, this one, surprisingly, was 23 years old. I remember when it came out. We are going to be covering Robert Zemeckis's What Lies Beneath, starring Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer, and Miranda Otto, and James Rebar, and other people that you have no idea who they are. Yeah, Harrison Ford's the only one. And I couldn't even remember where I had seen him from. I'm like, he looks so familiar. So he's, I had to get on IMDb and I was like, oh yeah, he's Han Solo. Yeah, he's Han Solo. He's Indiana. <laughs> I'm like, that's so embarrassing. He's Indiana Jones. Well, I haven't seen any of those. But you've you've at least heard of Indiana Jones. Yeah, but I've not seen him. Like, oh, I don't you know what enjoy. he looks I, they're, like. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. They're really good. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? Never heard of Michelle Pfeiffer? Really? All right. I don't think right. so. so. She didn't look familiar. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, but yeah, what lies beneath? This is this is one of those rare horror films um, with big name stars and a big name director, uh, and so it's kind of fun. It's a balancing act because I feel like a lot of directors are you're either a horror director or you're not. Like the ones that yeah. swim around in the horror pond. Like a Wes Craven, a John Carpenter, an Eli Roth, you know, Ari Aster, those kind of guys. They 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 know what they do and they do it well. Ty West is another one that like everything they make is kind of horror based. And they might dabble outside of that. But it is rare to sometimes see a director that's not known as a horror director take a stab at it. Um, and it doesn't happen very often. And it's with mixed results when it does. So... We're going to dive into this one to see what kind of results Robert Zemeckis delivered with What Lies Beneath. Um, we meet Claire and Norman. The most yeah. like boring <laughs> names you could possibly yeah. come up with. Claire and yeah. Norman Spencer. Uh, she's a stay-at-home former cellist. He is a very accomplished scientist and professor. Um, they... They're kind of a strained relationship. Yeah. You know, it's just, it. it's not a bad relationship. It right. just It just feels strained. Yeah, it's like they love each other, but they've just kind of fallen out of love. Yeah. Kind of and, is how and I they're, saw it. Well, and there's, I think uh, there might be a little resentment. As I know, yeah. you know, as I said, she's a former cellist, so there's a reason why mm -hmm. she doesn't play cello anymore. He's so tied up in his work and research that he doesn't have a lot of time for her. And it really comes to a head... Um, when they take her daughter to college. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I couldn't quite figure out up until right now, read the notes, you know, in the Wikipedia entries on it. Like I assumed that, that Caitlin was both of their kid. Yeah, I guess I did too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the daughter's off to college. They're empty nesters now. Um, and really the basis for the movie stems with Claire is now bored. Yeah. Um, you know, my husband's gone. My daughter's gone. I have a lot of time at home. They've got new neighbors, Mary and Warren, who also have a very strained relationship, but theirs is a little more volatile and loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, Claire's just kind of bored. Um, and Mary goes like, I won't say missing. Yeah. But she's, she's, uh, not around for no. a few days. No, and and so Mary or Claire does what any one would do, 
Her husband killed her. Yeah. I mean, hey, they were fighting and yeah, they Mary, were. Mary said that she was like scared of him. So she, yeah. She saw she saw Warren like packing a bag into yeah. the trunk of the car that looked human body shaped. Um and so Claire's like, Oh, he's he's killed her. Yeah. That's the only explanation for this. Murder. <clears throat> um and then the movie goes a little supernatural. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they were going to do this kind of diddy didn't he murder mystery from the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's like, ooh, let's throw a ghost in the mix. Yeah. So Claire is down by the lake and she thinks she sees a woman's body in the lake. Mm-hmm. She starts... There's like little weird stuff happening around the house. Like she feels a presence that's not there. Um, you know, there's like pictures getting knocked over. One of them in particular is an article about Norman. Yeah. And it just like shattered. Yeah. The glass, the the frame it was in and stuff. And, um, which led her to find a, um, like a lockbox key inside. Yeah. It's like in the, in like a floor vent. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so she, I don't even remember what she did with that key. Well, she fished it out and really didn't do anything yet. She just knew like why, like, because of course the key does come back. Yeah. But it was what, you know, like what's this key go to? I'll just tuck this away for a future mystery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Some other things that she like found happening, like, her bathtub was filled up, and she still sees this reflection of the woman in the I, water. I hate it when my bathtub fills uh, up on its own. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate it even more that I don't have a bathtub. <laughs> um, so she starts going to see um, a psychiatrist. Yeah. And um, Norman kind of is, like, shrugging all of this off because I think he's a little... I don't want to say like annoyed, but also kind of just like, I'm not playing these games. Like whatever's wrong with you, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. And um, she's got this um, dark kind of plays with the spirits friend, Jody. Yeah. And so they hold a seance in the bathroom where she saw the lady. um, As you do. Yeah. It was a flop. Yeah. As they are. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she then found later on some some writing on the bathroom mirror yeah. after the bathtub was filled up again. And oh, got to get the yeah. plumber in there. Yeah. And it said, you know. You know. And um, am I skipping? Did she already no. talk up to her husband about this woman? No, not yet. No. No. And so um Cuz she doesn't she doesn't know anything yet because um and like the next scene like her computer types out the yes. initials MEF. So like yes. right now she doesn't have a lead on anything other than I've seen, you know, that yeah. I just keep seeing this presence in the water and it's a, it's a bunch of weird stuff right now. Yes. But she does do some research on this MEF and this is where she discovers that yeah. Um, she thinks she's being haunted by Mary's ghost, the mm-hmm. neighbor. Yeah, she thinks that's the M because uh, Mary Fewer is her name. So she is convinced Mary's dead. 
Her spirit is speaking to me. That's the only explanation for MEF. Uh, and so she confronts Warren. Like yeah. she and Norman go to a, like an upscale dinner party. Yeah. And she just calls Warren out right there. Like you, I mean, makes a huge scene. You killed her. I know it. You murdered her. And then he, Warren's like, uh, Mary, come here, please. Yeah. Mary's like, oh, hey, what's up, husband? Yeah. Like here I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh. Norman is even more like, like if like smacking yourself meme was a thing, then he would be yeah. doing that. Like he's <laughs> so embarrassed by his wife. Yeah, because she is she is acting real nutty. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she is. You know, she explains that I've been missing. I went to Providence to stay with my mom, but after mm-hmm. Warren and I got in a fight. Like, sorry, you know. Um, and so that kind of wraps up the Mary missing intro but claire's still bored yeah um that article that you'd mentioned earlier where it fell off the wall and and shattered she gets to looking at that again and on the back of that article um she finds a story about a missing woman named madison elizabeth frank mef yes and can't leave well enough alone no she can't and this is just kind of where she goes downhill yeah. Even more. <laughs> um, yeah. Because she is on the hunt for Madison's mother, mm-hmm. who um, she finds, and um, she cut off some of Madison's. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The mom has, was... <laughs> has, her mom has kept a lock of her daughter's yeah. hair. Which, I mean, I'm not a parent, so like, whatever. And if you keep Ella's hair, Lucas's hair, like to eat your own, I no. guess. But like, I that's I just don't weird. Does does my wife? I don't know. <laughs> if she does, fine. We, I don't. Yeah, care. like it's just weird to me, though. Like, I yeah. don't know. I mean, what are you gonna do with it? Exactly. It's well, even weirder when they grow up and you like now you're like decluttering yeah. your home and you're like, oh, yeah. here's a box of your teeth. Yeah, exactly. Like, like here uh, you go. Throw those out, please. Yeah, please. Um, but, you know, I don't know what we would do with it, but Claire. Yeah. Claire is going to perform a ritual. Yeah, she steals this lock yes. of hair. Like, this mother has a missing daughter and has been missing for a while. And she, like, her bedroom is still a shrine to her existence. She has a lock of hair. And Claire's like, yoink, like, just snatch yeah. it. Like, Let me ugh. have that. Yeah. She also sees a photo with a necklace. Like, there's a lot of very mild foreshadowing. Yes. Like, they really pay a lot of emphasis on things. Like, oh, here's a key. I wonder if that's going to come back later. Yeah. Here's a necklace. I wonder if that's going to come back mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Um, so she she is trying to, like, conjure Madison, you yeah. know, bring her back. Um She's now like possessed by her. She's got this yeah, it, hair it, on her. It worked. Yeah. Um, and she very aggressively gets Norman going and she's talking like Madison um, mm-hmm. and doing all, I mean, just acting like her everything until she yeah. drops it. Then right. she's no longer Madison. Yeah, snaps out of it, and now she's like... But she has the memories of Madison that were all plugged into her head. Yes, because Madison is a former student of Norman's. Of, yes. With whom he had an affair with. 
while he was married to Claire. Like, yes. whether you could say that Madison's possession unlocked this memory or just whatever, yeah. but yeah, it's it's something that Claire had, that it happened during their marriage and Claire just kind of repressed it. Yeah. Is that something you think you could do? No. I don't think I would be able to either. Like, no. if my wife cheated on me and we rekindled, I don't think I would just be like, no, no, she's never cheated on me. It's totally fine. Yeah, no, I'd be like, oh, um, you're not home at 535 and practice is over at 530. Like, I, yeah, yeah. yeah I would, no, I wouldn't be able to yeah. keep it. Well, Claire, though, Claire can do it. Just represses that memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's off. Realize, remembering this, I guess she's yeah. mad. Goes and stays with her friend Jody, and I mean, updates Jody. And Jody's like, "Oh yeah, like I saw her arguing with Norman years ago, or a year How ago." Can, yeah, yeah. How convenient! Like, yeah. you go yeah. and you talk to one person, and that one person is like, "Yeah, I spotted him arguing with that girl." Like, it's if like, they're it, such good friends to perform a seance together, why would you not tell? Exactly. You... Yes, I saw your husband with a much younger woman in a cafe. Uh, and I knew you were married, but I didn't yeah. think it was my place. I didn't say anything. Like, I, I'm not yeah. a woman, but I thought there was a code. Yeah, isn't girl there, code. Isn't there, isn't there some kind of code where... Yes, I think so anyways. Yeah, that you guys are like, yeah, I saw your husband up to no good. Uh, <laughs> you need to know. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> not with Jody though. Do, do you believe in ghosts? No. I don't either. I do not. I don't um, I've got some friends that do, but I've just like never, I guess, been encountered. Like I've never encountered one. So that's where I'm just like. Do you, do you think that would change your mind or are you adamantly against the existence of yeah. ghosts? And so even if there was some spooky encounter, you'd chalk it up to something reality based or do you really think? I like, would probably chalk it? it up to something reality based just because too. like I'm just like a ghost. No. Yeah, I need. I would need like a full-on poltergeist. Yeah, style. Yeah. Like I would yeah. need to walk out of my room and see that thing. Not like, did I see something in the shadows? Yeah. No, like I would need to see it fully in front of me. Yes. Yeah. I need. I, I a... need it to be like. Um, I know you're not on TikTok, but TikTok is like, careful. This this video is really scary. And then there's like a a dog that walks across with like a white sheet and oh, like yeah, a ghost. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's I, the kind of ghost I need to see. Like it needs yeah, to be Yeah, I would there. need to, yeah, I don't need any of this like ghost hunters. Yeah. Like I heard, I heard a noise in the other room kind of thing. I need yeah. to be like, I'm sitting in, even if I'm sitting here at my desk and like my chapstick fell over or, you know, like the light, like yeah. I would still be like, huh, well, that's weird. No, yeah, I need but, something convincing. Right. Yes. Not mm -hmm. a picture falling off the wall because exactly because that could just I hung happen. those yeah I hung those pictures I, they're gonna it, fall uh -huh. eventually yeah most <laughs> of my pictures in my house are hung with um, push pins so yeah they probably <laughs> will fall <laughs> yeah they're they're gonna fall at some point uh, so um, Claire comes home after her stay with Jody which basically Jody. Like we mentioned, was yeah. like, oh yeah, I saw him cheating. Well, not really yeah. cheating, but but um, yeah. So she comes I mean, home. She comes home and finds Norman uh, unconscious in the bathtub. Yes. Um, 
he comes to us oh no it was an accident i was not attempting suicide total accident because there was like a space heater or something with him yeah something yeah. In i mean there. it was total totally yeah. set up to look like a suicide yeah. attempt yes but no 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 i'm not i was an accident so he comes clean he really does and he has a, a very convincing mm-hmm. story yeah um i came home and madison was here I'd ended, we'd already ended it. She couldn't handle it. She came here very unstable. Um, she is dead, but I didn't kill her. Like she had killed herself. And, you know, that's, you know, yeah. that's the, and I mean, and it sounded legit. Like I could see that, you know, older, successful man, younger, impressionable female. Maybe she kind of flew off the deep end, didn't know how to handle rejection. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, and it's like it's it it was it was like okay that story that story makes a little more sense than you murdered mm-hmm. her. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Claire needs to get away because she's still dealing with all this news and she still has Madison's hair, and then uh, she goes out onto the dock and like the hair pulls her into the lake. Yeah, like like Norman sees her standing out at the end of the dock. Yeah, and she just goes in. Yeah, it like pulls her into the lake, drags her down to the bottom of the lake, um, and there's like this jewelry box buried in the just the you know sand or dirt, you know mud mm-hmm. or whatever, um, you know, and it's got it's got a latch on it that matches Madison's necklace. Um, Norman dives in after because again he saw her go in, so he dives in after, pulls her up. Um, she, she's still very suspicious, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but they burn the lock of hair, whatever. I don't know how it burned so well if it was already just in the water, but yeah, I've never tried to, I had to stink too. old burnt hair. Didn't he light himself on fire too when he burned it? Or is this another movie I was watching? That's a different movie. I think that was another movie I was watching. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, he did not catch himself that on was, fire. In I was movie. like, because it's kind of cheesy to put in there, but it was it was kind of a dumb TV series I was watching, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, you know, Claire calls him out for the episode a year earlier, and Norman claims he he doesn't know anything about that cafe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, so she does what she does. And she goes and visits the cafe. Like, yeah, things get real convenient here. Um, she goes to the cafe, turns around, looks across the street, happens to go window shopping, happens to see the exact same necklace still on sale a year later. Yeah. The jewelry box, too, where she's like, huh, mm-hmm. I'm a private detective now. Yeah, I'm going to go is. home. I'm going to get back into the lake. I'm going to get that jewelry box out. I just remembered that key that I found in in the first act of this movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they work. Yep. She's putting things together. Yeah. And when I got she a, opens I got up, a little... Yeah, go ahead. I got ahead of myself a few minutes ago. but No, go ahead. Okay. Um, And when she opens up this jewelry box that she finds, lo and behold... The necklace that she saw Madison wearing in a photo is in it. Exactly. This is where she confronts Norman. Yeah. I, this, I got ahead of myself. This is where she's like, hey, 
But she yeah. did talk to him earlier about... Yeah, yeah, and he denied know. killing her. I didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. But this is where she confronts him and he admits, yes, we had an affair. I came home. She had kind of lost it and had killed herself yeah. in our home. Yeah. I didn't know what to do, so I put her back in her car and I pushed her car into the lake. Yeah. As, and it was like... Why wouldn't you? Because there's no possible way that this learned yeah. researcher man... Um, no, it's going to show up in the autopsy that she did it herself, dude. Yeah. If she did it herself. Yeah. I mean, and he's yeah. smart yeah. enough to know that. Yeah. So, and he's not smart enough to think that Claire's going to just take this, though. Yeah. So, she's like, I, you need to call the police and tell them. And he agrees. Okay. I'll call the police. Um, no speakerphone. I just totally mm-hmm. trust you now, Norman, to make this yep. phone call. Uh, and he has a conversation and it sounds very honest and very yeah. open. Yeah. And uh, Claire goes back to do kind of a, you know, last call. This is all before your yeah. time. Like before this is caller ID like, on your cell phones. Um, yeah, we could like uh, Star 67 it or whatever. Yeah, Star 69. Star 67 star still hides your number when you call someone. And as far as I know, it still works. Uh, star 69 is where you can the check to back. see who just, yeah, the call oh, back. Okay. And she okay. does this and realizes that his last dial yeah. call was 411, not 911. But, you know, another little foreshadowing, the beginnings in his uh, lab, they were working on something that would like paralyze the rats, but it keeps yes. their brain going. Yes. And thankfully. So, yeah. Thankfully he's been researching this. She... Um, just so conveniently, the minute that she figures out 411 was dialed, he paralyzes her with the hollow thing. Yep. And he's like, yeah, like I, I killed Madison. She was going to out me. So I killed her. Yep. And And because this is, this is the year 2000 and every horror movie still has somebody like the main villain reveals their entire motive. Mm-hmm. Like now that and, you're paralyzed, I will tell you everything. Yeah, everything. Um, and so puts her in the bathtub. He starts filling it up. And because he's just like, I'm, you know, just like his suicide yeah. was staged earlier. Like he's yeah. going to stage hers. And um, as he goes to take off her necklace, this is kind of, this is gross. Um, mm-hmm. He takes Madison's necklace off of Claire's neck. And her face, like, goes into Madison's corpse. Yeah. And it's like, as he's, as he's backing up, like, we see her face as he's backing away. And yeah, like you said, it's her, it's her, like her rotted corpse. And I mean, he's smart because he's already called his friends like, hey, we got into a fight. Like, I'm going to be out. Will you check on her tomorrow? Like, I'm gone. Right. You know, so he's covering his tracks. Um, but unfortunately, the corpse face has scared him and he yes. jerks back, which, I mean, knocks him unconscious. Yeah, he takes smashes some very his head hard off hits. the sink. Oh, yeah. he did too, man. Yeah. I, watching some of that stuff hurts. Like to watch yeah. somebody, even though you know it's not real, it's still like, man, yeah. that looks painful. Um, And then... They, she 
the thankfully like that um the stuff doesn't last long enough she becomes unparalyzed gets to um shut off the, the bathtub and um unclog the drain that yeah. was shut and then she escapes through yeah just through pure like force of yeah. will yeah yeah um he follows her attacks her um and it's just kind of like i feel like a whirlwind from here because yeah. at this point like they're fighting in his truck and then they drive off into the lake um which yeah because now... she she yeah she escapes yeah uh like you said gets in the truck while he's still supposedly unconscious on the floor yes. Um, but then he like sneaks into the back of the truck while she's, uh-huh. you know, while she's pulling away. Yeah. So they're, like you said, they're fighting in the truck. It, I just wanted to throw cause it wasn't as if they were in the truck together. He's right. Snuck up yeah. On her. Yeah. And then, um, Madison's car is hit by the truck. It's, you know, removed, yeah. um, and her body like comes drifting up. Yeah. And, um, grabs norman somehow yeah. whatever eh, why not? and claire Boobies. escapes and norman yeah. drowns and, and then, um yeah yeah like and that's that. it like yeah yeah and then madison's grave was visited later on and like at the end credits yeah claire goes and visits madison's grave and, leaves and her as the rose. movie as the movie fades out we see one last impression of a face on the screen yeah, and that's yeah. it. It's uh, yeah, it um, just movies. Like that's yeah. why this stuff works. Like, yeah. of course, of course, there's one. There's one ghost. It's yep. just one, and it's Madison. Um, and you know, girl code for these two. Screw yeah. Jody. I think yeah, Madison's seriously. really Claire's best friend. Seriously, because she saved her. Yeah, where was Jody? Jody was keeping this affair secret. And was nowhere to be found when she needed help. Madison came from the dead, yeah, to save Claire's life. Yeah, that's much. That's better a real friend. friend. Yep. Yeah. So, R.I.P. Madison. So, well, that, ladies and gentlemen, is what lies yeah. beneath. Yes. This um, movie made a ton of money. Yeah, Almost I mean, it was a good. Back. It was a good movie. Yeah, it's it's fine. Like you said, it's not life changing by any means, but right. It's, Certainly not a bad film. Right. You know, quality actors, a solid director. Were you scared by it? No, a couple jump scares maybe, but Yeah. I mean when uh when the face came up in the bathtub, that did kind of scare me a little bit. And it and I remember the the big jump scene in this movie was when she was kind of seducing him when she was possessed by Madison. And when she leans in over him and like her face just changes. That was one like in the trailer because you got to remember in the year two thousand, special effects still weren't great, mm-hmm. and so for that, people were like, "Whoa, did you see that?" You know, and it was it was kind of a cool scene. Um, but yeah, this movie came out in July, which is kind of odd for a movie that feels like it feels like it was fall. Yeah, like this doesn't feel like a summer blockbuster kind of movie, uh, right. but it did. It made a ton of money, hundred million dollar budget, made almost three hundred million dollars. It did well. It did really well in the box office. Let's see if it does as well in the classroom. Yeah. What kind of grade are you giving it? 
I'm giving it a B plus just because like there wasn't a lot of gory things or anything. And I feel like it was a little cliche, like, Oh, the professor slept with his, one of the students. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that that happens a lot, but it probably happens more than you think. And yeah, but it was still good. Yeah. I'm going to give it a B. Yeah. And I'm just going to give it a B. Um, Solid movie. Like I said, it's uh, not the word. It's long. Like it's a little over two hours long. I think it could have been tightened up for sure, um, but not a bad way to kill two hours. Like I said, you're, you know, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna lose any sleep over this movie, but you're not gonna feel like you wasted your time either. So right. it was above average for a horror film, yeah. but you're right, it missed a lot of the elements that really uh, that really work for me. You know, gore and you know just whatever. But overall, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. So, Okay, well, man, we really did get, like, running through October really did yeah. alter our approach to these shows. Yeah. Looking at it, I'm like, 28 <laughs> minutes? Normally, oh, we're wow. clocking in. Yeah. yeah like, we're going to be <laughs> wrapping up here and shortly, you know, a little after a half hour. That's okay. Like, I really, um, you know, I think in and out is better for our listeners anyway. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. But. Let's see. This week was my choice. Actually, my wife's choice. She, yes. she's like, ooh, that's what. So what are we watching next week? It's your okay. choice. Um, <clears throat> this is a 1990 film. And okay. it, was, it was brought up earlier. 1990? Um, because we, we had talked at lunch. Yes. And part of me I'm is trying- like... Like, yes, because it's none of the Wes Craven ones that we talked about. Okay, because I am, I'm sitting there trying to think, like, what did we talk about? Uh, can I guess? Yeah. Okay, Candyman. No. Okay, all right, because we did talk about several. I'm trying to think, which one was from 1990? Which one am I forgetting? Uh, it's too early for The Ring. It's not a Wes Craven film, and it is one we talked about earlier. I don't know. Jacob's Ladder. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Jacob's Ladder. And I think that was probably like the most briefest one that I brought up. Like I was yeah, just saying, you mentioned. know, like these and are the I, ones yeah. that my mom mentioned. But um, yeah, Jacob's Ladder, I think I have decided on. Um, okay. I don't know. It kind of like when I looked it up, it kind of reminds me of like a document. Like not like a document, but just kind of following this. Um, yeah. Documentary, so I, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Documentary. Okay. So like document. I don't know. <laughs> It's like a document. PDF. This this yeah, movie reminds me of a Word document. <laughs> I love um, it. Um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I've seen so this movie once. I've seen this movie once. I remember it being uh, really good. I remember it being really memorable, and I remember just there's, there's just a few disturbing scenes that were like okay. just imagery wise, yeah. not like hard to watch, but like Ooh. right. Um, yeah, that's good with me. Jacob Slatter. Jacob Slatter right. from 1990. Okay, sorry, Tim Robbins. Uh, otherwise, typically known for comedy, Tim Robbins. So he was in Bull Durham and um, oh, nothing. No, not nothing but trouble. What's that one called? Shawshank Redemption is his big one. Um, Shawshank Redemption is is what he's best known for. Nothing to lose. That's what I was going to say. Nothing but trouble. Nothing to lose. All movies you never heard of. So that's, that's right. Okay. You never have you never heard of Shawshank Redemption? I've I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. Oh, it it is on the Internet Movie Database. Uh, it is ranked the number one movie of all time by by 
the right the raiders on the isn't know, it sad no 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 it's not a comedy by any means but it's uh, it's uplifting yeah nope it's really I've never, good never really seen good. it yeah it's worth a shot it doesn't fit the parameters of our show um even though it is based on a stephen king story but uh really good really good movie but we're not gonna watch that tim robbins movie we're gonna watch jacob's ladder it's a psychological yeah. horror film from 1990 good pick good pick that one took cut it through a curveball because yeah i, I didn't know remember, i yeah i was like what did we talk about <laughs> um yeah it'll this will feel like a brand new movie to me it's been a long time since i've seen it okay so but yeah oh i like the cast too ving rames eric lasalle jason alexander danny aiello People again, more people you don't know. Yep. Macaulay Culkin. I know him. Yeah. Yeah. I know Jason fun. Alexander. Yeah, it's from Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah, that's Elizabeth it. Elizabeth Pena. So, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, social media wise, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, because you know we're a year strong, and you still haven't got a TikTok figured out. Yeah, I'm not very good at it. I don't. <laughs> I don't even have it. So, uh, but yeah, I we like will be back next. That that's what they're there for. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week to cover Jacob's Ladder for another episode of Education. I'm Mike, and I'm Courtney, and we'll see you guys in a week. Bye.